Okay, yeah, the adrenaline's still in my body. Can you record now? Uh, yeah, I'm, no, I'm ready. I'm already You're, recording. Okay, okay. Yeah, well, I'm roll. going. Okay. I'm going. Okay. Ooh, 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 okay. Ah, 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 I can't believe it. Okay, Teb, what are you going to do with your money? What are you going to uh, do with your money? Geez. Ooh, new Prius or rims on this Prius. Well, that's technically, that's Harrison's problem, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He could use his cut if he even wants it. He's like, oh, leave me out of it. I don't, I, this got out of hand. I'm like, Harrison, it's a win. Yeah. We won. So, sorry, new Prius. Change my mind. E-bike. In the shape of the apple? Yeah. Oh, you're finally going to be the worm from the Scary Richard books. Yeah, no, I'll never be that worm. Well, I mean, I meant, I meant it in a good way. He's very confident. He's a very self-assured worm. He is a self-assured worm, but there's just something off in his eyes. You know, shout out Eggman. Oh my gosh, when you go by the Best Buy and you're riding around in your little Apple e-bike and they're like, yeah, is that a worm yeah. from Scary Richard? And you're like, no, no, it's Ted. And you yeah. just F him the B as you go by. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to F that B so hard. You know what? Oh, better idea. Jester's hat built in Google Glass. Oh my gosh. Because like the thing, problem with Google Glass was everyone could see it coming and be like, that guy's a perv or a weirdo. Yeah. It's like, no, look, I'm a jester. It's fun. They see the jester's hat. Yeah. They're just like, who's this man? Does he have a jape for me? Doth this man come to add a bit of jolly folly to my afternoon? And I'll say, yes, milady. And also at the same time, I'll be videoing everything oh ooh, ooh. no actually i've changed my mind jet ski yes, uh, yes. gonna, oh gonna my gosh. ride the big waves imagine this you and a jet ski you go yeah. back to the trash pond and and you know they're up in the cabin doing each other yeah and they're like what's that sound and they look out it's you and the jet ski doing what's well, a small pond so you'd be doing like probably really tight circles tight circles and they'd see me having just like the best time and yeah, at the end right. I would pay for a little ramp and I just like water world it off that ramp jump the house I would jump the house but the jet ski would the gravity would come down and slam through the thing probably into the some princess diana plates most likely but i'd be so rich that i wouldn't care they'll be like you're banished you'll be like banished to the seas with my jet ski don't mind if i do i'll say hi to the dolphins for you maybe i'll make my own dolphins only fans yeah. Anyway, what, what are you going to do with your money? This is going to sound crazy, but honestly, with the money we're going to get, mm. I'm going to pay to have the Tired Straits get back together, and mm. I'm going to have Mark Gobbler do a new version of the Sultans of Swing, but it's all about the, the men who invented all the computers. I love it. You could also pay them for you to be their roadie. You know, at the show, you could be like, here, Mark Nobler, I got your iPod Red cleaned for you. Well, it would be kind of like, you know, those rock and roll fantasy camps that are lame because like people pay money to like hang out with rock stars and rock stars like pretend to like them. Yeah. To like them. Yeah. And it's like they don't even let some people go to the camp because they've been somehow like flagged. Yeah. yeah. Unlike rock and roll fantasy camp where you're paying money for have them pretend to be your friends. I would pay money to be their roadie. And actually be their friend. Yes, exactly. Because they'd be like, wow, Tim, instead of having this stupid cable now that runs to my amplifier, I have a cool wireless pack that I plug my bass into. And even though mm. I never go more than three feet from my amp, I have a wireless broadcast thing that costs $700. I imagine you'd have a British accent if you're going to be a roadie. Yes, and you'd be like, yes. All right, Mark Nobler, now you can spin around on the spot really fast. So we're almost done with the sound check. Could you just do Sultan's of Swing one last time? And he'd say, I think you mean Sultan's of Tap. Yeah. And then he'd launch into it and he'd be like, here comes Bill Gates. He's a big POS and he's also the devil. But anyway, yeah, I mean, I think that and then probably buy Grace and Dennis's house. Yes. Yeah. And be their landlord. Yeah, I think I might change mine. Yeah. Hey, have you fed the hostage recently? Uh, well, I go. No, not yet. Okay. Do you want to? No, I don't want to. Draw straws for it. Uh, I just don't feel like it. How long has it been? Uh, I don't know. Okay, we'll feed him later. We should start the show and then maybe let everyone know uh, what's going on. Okay, let's do it. Three, two, one. Tech Talk start. Tech Talk start now. Everybody, welcome to Tep Top, or That's should right. I say, dun 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 
it's me, uh, Tep Ted, visionary, dream weaver, and a bit of a shifty geezer. I've got a taste for the underground and me likey. Yeah, me likey very much. E. Sorry, folks, if we sound a little like amped up, yes, it's we've had some, I had some gummy worms, and that's yeah. part of it. Yeah. But um, also, it's just for once in our GD lives, something went right. Well, yeah, it's been such a long time since we tasted the sweet, sweet nature's nectar of success and just getting away with a GD big deal, you know? Yeah. It's like you spin that bottle enough times and eventually you're going to land on your it crush. It lands on Steve. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah crush, yeah. I'm not going to lie. This week's not going to be a regular show. No, It's no. not because sometimes certain events transpire. I mean, imagine this. Imagine it's 1905 mm. or whatever and you are a tep reporter and you see the Himbelberg blow up. Yeah. And you go home and you're like, I just saw the Himbelberg blow up and people are like, yeah, but... Would you give us the TEP news? And you're like, yes, I will give you the TEP news. But also, you'd be crazy not to tell people about the Himblingberg blowing up. And and like the Himblingberg, Hingenberg, we have just experienced something so drastic that to not talk about it would constitute journalistic malpractice. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, that's what we are. We're journalists. Yeah, and we're good at malpractice. Yeah. Look, here's the headline. We went back to the Best Buy. Yep. Yep. Subheading, how did we do it? That's right. You might be asking yourselves, wow, geez, Tim and Ted, uh, you went back to the Best Buy. You're saying to yourself, oh, Tim and Ted, I know enough about you. I know how this is going to end. You're going to wind up getting your A's beat. Someone's going to tie your themed underwear together and you're going to run away from the parking lot while everyone films you for their TikToks. Let me just say... Oh, ye of little faith. And if you thought any of those things, stop listening right now. Yes. And good luck uh, with us not in your life. Because we won. We won, Ted. 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 Yeah. We won. Uh, we we did. won. We did it. We did we it. Did. We did We it. did. We did. <sighs> so let's back up, shall we? Yeah. And don't worry. Don't worry. There's still going to be a lot of tep in this story. Well, tep features... Tep features tep heavily. Tep features really heavily. This could not have been done without ye old ones and zeros. So I guess the real starting point was Harrison needed a new iPad. Yeah, his iPad got broken. Not even sure how that happened. I do know how. I was there. Right, okay. I was telling him about how the new iPads are so well built you can't break them. Yeah. And he didn't believe me. He's like, well, it's just glass and metal. Of course you can break it. And I was like, Harrison, this is why I have a tep show and you don't. And I... um. You wrote it down the stairs? I wrote it down the stairs, like like Legolas on the shield, yeah. I had a little bit of pent-up energy, I'm not going to lie. I did get the um, Evite this morning to grace uh, my wife's new wedding. Wait, you got an Evite? Well, I got an Evite. So first up, success, another success. I got an Evite. Um, Just a quick digression. Sorry, so sorry. Just a crucial little piece of info. Does it have a plus one? So it doesn't say plus one, but this is the really mm. important information. It doesn't say minus one. Mm. And okay, I think yeah, that because here's can the see thing. It. Yeah, I can they see that invite as a win. Tep yeah. Tim to the wedding. They know that where I go, go you. And um, when I come, you come. Yeah. So they, if they knew, if they didn't want you to come, they would have said Tep Tim minus one. And they didn't. So I think that, yes, you're technically definitely 100% invited. Ooh, that's big news. Okay, I'm going to start picking out my uh, outfit. Ted, what are you going to wear to the wedding? Well, let me just, let me rephrase that. What are we going to wear to the wedding? A conjoined turtleneck. Shorts or long pants, you think? I think it's got to be cargo pants. You know, like a really nice white pair of cargo pants. Yes. White cargo pants, matching white fedora. Um, I like that a lot for you, but I what I need to find out with, and I might need to set up a covert meeting with Dennis on this point is... Ooh, ring bearer? Exactly. Since I'm the ring bearer, I assume that I'm going to be dressed like a child. Yeah. Like the lollipop and the sort of the curly wig suspenders suspenders and shorts yeah but that's what i don't know because it's like do you want me to dress in white white long cargo shorts you want me to dress like a child can i split the maybe i could change once i deliver the rings and also they're going to get married over my d body i'm never delivering those rings but um i'm going to cut that okay ted we should get back to the story though absolutely yeah let's talk about it okay so i was a little bit distracted and i didn't surf on the ipad quite as well as i could have and i did break harrison's ipad even though they are unbreakable that's the exception that proves the rule yeah i'm not going to question that that makes sense to me so you know and harrison says oh geez okay well gosh i guess i'll have to go to the best buy to get a new one do you want to come 
Now, look, I know if there's one thing I know, it's reality and what it is. Yes. And, and I know that a simple fact of science is that I'm banned from the Best Buy, as are you, Ted. Yes. Yeah. But <sighs> I woke up with a B in my B. Mm. I'm talking B and bonnet because I got it on very good information that Best Buy currently has a shipment of the new iPhones in the loading dock. Yeah. That is not even going to be released or announced until next week. Right. And we just know, here's the thing, we just know that the dog squad will be out there in the loading dock Tap, 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 tapping away. away. Scrolling. Woof, woof, woof. Ooh, iOS 15 allows you to highlight text. Woof, woof, woof. Ooh, I can order more bones on the internet and munch, munchy, munch. I hope iOS 15, woof, woof, has a neutering feature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when people are sitting on something that is not rightfully theirs, that is rightfully ours, you have to get in. And I had the secondary motivation of wanting to destroy the iPhones. Yeah. And this is something, maybe we could have a slight digression here, Ted. We should maybe just really quickly talk about the new iPhones. They are the iPhone 13s. They're coming next week. So much hot gossip and rumors going around about it. I personally believe that they will bring about the end of the world. Yeah, I think a lot of people are getting pretty jazzed about a new iOS. They're getting jazzed about the camera features. They're getting jazzed about maybe the apps being in three to four places now. Yeah, even outside the phone somewhere. It also has an equal potential to rip apart the fabric of society. Of reality, yeah. And reality, and to totally rewrite the minds of um, the masses. Yeah, because it's in the name 13, and we know 13. this. What did iOS 13 bring? Dark mode. Dark mode, and to a lesser extent, the Cabrini virus. Yeah. So I'm so excited for the iPhone 13. I also think that if they do go ahead and release it, it will be a world-ending catastrophe. Yeah, cataclysm. I consider it my duty to destroy them, to destroy all the ones at the Best Buy. This is bigger than me. So Harrison and I gear up. Luckily, Dr. Schroeder and Big A Josh were sleeping at that point. It was 2 p.m., so they were kind of in the middle of what what was their night. Yeah. And incidentally, Harrison couldn't get to the Best Buy without a little thing called his car. Exactly. Which I have uh, been in current possessione of. Well, this is what happens when you banish someone, when you exile them. It's like, imagine if the French people had gone to Napoleon's Island and had been like, um, we actually need this island to go to the Best Buy, you know, Napoleon would have been like, you know, Sacre Bleu, it's my island now. Hashtag I'm the captain now. Hashtag Captain Phillips. Yeah, it would have been like, welcome to my Napoleon Island. Over here, we dance to accordion techno. Over here, we make little chocolate. Over here, we have French fry. Listen to this song. When do you think this song came out? And you listen and you're like, I don't know, 2011? He's like, it came out this year. It's a big hit. The song is just about having a stinky, stinky S with a hot festival girl. Yeah, so Harrison didn't have to like it, but he did have to, we did have to enlist you to get us to the Best Buy. And Ted, I was kind of expecting you to sort of be the voice of reason here. Because I am. I usually are. You're always the one who's like, yeah, of course Elon hasn't gotten back to our calls or our letters or our emails yet he's planning a big surprise and i'm like right thank you for you know thank you thank you for keeping me you know level-headed right it all makes sense you know i think you know like you were saying before i too have a great grasp on reality yeah yeah and i can totally discern it so when you said to me hey we're going to the best buy and you gave me that really significant look one, I knew this day was coming, and two, I had my own really important reason to get back through those big, beautiful blue doors to my paradise. You weren't so worried about the iPhone 13 because I know you sort of welcome annihilation. I have a sort of um, sort of an acceptance with dark mode because I was so effed by it back in the day. Like Baby Bane, it shaped you. It shaped yeah. me. Yeah, it broke my neck and my back and my crack. But I had my own reasons, and that reason was the limited edition CD box set of Eric Clapton and Ben Morrison's Where Did All the Rebels Go? Yes. Because I know that there's... There's only one copy. There is Suleiman copy left before they all partier into the hands of other dads. Well, Ted, I heard it wasn't just the last copy. I heard it was the only copy. I heard they mm. only made, they were only able to actually like print one. Ben Morrison, Eric Clapton, where did all the ripples go? Box sets just because all, well, because. Because of the stink. There was a bathroom problem. 
Yeah, but the box set is so exciting because it has mm. the amazing song mm. by Eric Clapton and Ben Morrison, Where Did All the Rebels Go, which is a super cool song about something a lot of us dads care about, which is the fact that everything stinks now compared to when we were kids. It's just such a beautiful reminder that music used to be made by rebels for rebels the thing that i'm excited for with the box set is is all the unreleased tracks including no one wants to work you won't put no needle in my arm i'd rather die than think any harder about this that's your last latte uh that nurse is stealing from me yeah i mean i've been thinking about this for such a long time i knew there was one left in that best buy thanks to a um a bit of insider info you might be saying to yourself tim and ted is there a mole inside Best Buy Center. You'd be right, my friends. And this is uh, this is just between you and me, but I have been meeting up avec Tim here and our new yeah. friend, Mark Wiener. Yes. Codename... The Ween. Yes. Shout out Mark Wiener. Look, normally within the world of spycraft, it's not usually very good practice to reveal the real name of your collaborator. This, yeah, but yeah. since the operation went off so well, Without which we'll get to in a second, we can officially say it was Mark Wiener. Mark Wiener. Mark Wiener Mark did Wiener, it. Mark, Mark Wiener. Wiener did it. Mark Wiener. Um, Mark Wiener. Feels good to say it. Who is Mark Wiener? Um, I don't know. The coolest guy ever to live? Yeah. Picture this. Beautiful red stubble. On his head, top of his head, like a stubbly. Yeah. He's trying to grow his hair out, but he can't. It's coming along. It's past the point. He needs to stop, but it looks cool. Yeah, I think it looks it looks worldly, if you ask it looks, me. He looks a little bit like Vincent Van Gogh with both ears. Yeah, and he has that sort of Vincent Van Gogh intensity. And you can sort of imagine Vincent out there in the field sort of yelling at some grain or some crows. So Mark Wiener is, gosh, where do we start? Dad About Town, Cosmopolitan. Like, let's just say when everyone else is drinking drip coffee, Mark Wiener is drinking an espresso at 18 shot in a big gulp. Let's just say when everyone's stuck in traffic jam, Mark Wiener's that guy on a little electric scooter zipping past. You talk to Mark Wiener and you're like, what did you do this summer, Mark? And he's like, me and the missus went down to the Marin Headlands. Uh, have you ever been to the Best Buy down there? And you're like, um, no, Mark no, Wiener. tell me about it, I've Mark. never been to the Tell Marian. me about it. You'll never believe what it's like inside. It feels like your home. The missus loved it. I took a little video of her dancing with a GoPro in the middle of it. Oh, no, the video didn't take. But you should have seen it. It's such a bummer. I do want to see a video of his wife just because she sounds amazing. She sounds great. We were like, well, surely you have some pictures on your phone. And he was like, ah. No, those got deleted as well. Oh, no. I was making extra space for an iOS update. Oh, rats. Damn it. Uh, gosh, Ted, do you remember when he was like, the best view of the Best Buy isn't from inside the Best Buy? And we were like, yeah, we know that. Yeah. It's from the bushes out back yeah. of the parking lot where they can't see you. He's like, no, 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 no. It's from a yacht in the bay. Yeah, exactly. All of that is to say, he's the coolest guy ever. He's been everywhere. He's done everything. And most importantly, he's the mailman who delivers packages to the Best Buy. Yeah. Yeah. So we now officially have a wiener in the door. Yeah. Best Buy, you've got a mole problem in the name. Of, his name is Ween. Ween, Mark Ween. It's Mark yeah, Ween. Yeah, code name Ween. We call him Ween. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely Mark Wiener. So we've been meeting with Mark Wiener in the shadows, and he just gives us information. And, and the thing I love, Ted, about working with Mark Wiener is... Rather than tell us what they have in the loading dock, he lets us ask and then tells us if it's there. Yeah, and that is part of, I guess, the spycraft of the wiener. We have a system where yep. we say, you know, did they get the new Beats by Dre shipment in the loading dock yet? Yeah. And if it's a yes, he'll roll his sugar cube to the left. And if it's a no, he'll turn the, the pepper shaker around. Those are two of the signals. There's a lot of other There's ones, too. There's a lot too. of other ones, yeah. It helps that he, he either nods or shakes his head, too. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to tell. And sometimes he says it under his breath. He'll be like, turn the sugar cube and go, yes, you know. And then we have to be like, what? Because I mm. can't hear so well. I, I wear headphones all the time. Yeah. So it just took a few minutes for us to explain this whole situation to Harrison when he got in the Prius. His F out over the state of the Prius was, I thought, very contained. Yeah, it was more just like he held his breath for a long time. For a long, 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 long time. Yeah. Mm. And I also want to say there's a lot of poetry and a lot of art on the windows with the Sharpie, but you left a hole well enough to see out of. Oh, well, totally. for the, the passenger can see out of it, and he just tells you where to go. Totally. Uh, well, I've got a periscope out the sun window. 
Yeah. And we start driving. And, and of course, Harrison, ever the worry wart, says, wait a minute, this isn't the way to the Best Buy. And you and I just look at each other and we say, oh, Harrison. Harrison, one does not simply walk into the Best Buy. Again. And I put my hand in a little bar mirror circle, which he didn't like. He didn't like that at all. Yeah, because look, if it were just a matter of driving the car through the Best Buy doors and crashing inside and then while everyone else is running around screaming, we just get what we want and drive away. I would have done it. Yeah. But, but it's just not that simple. One, we've got the moat, which is the... Parking lot. Which is the parking lot. Full of, let's call them crocodiles. Being led by the Crocodile King. Shout out, Groovin DS. Groovin Tyrannical DS. That's phase one of the operation. Phase two, security of the door. Phase three we have to get through aisle five. That's the aisle that connects the entrance to the back. That is the printer aisle. So luckily not a lot of dads go there, but it also goes right past the Geek Squad desk. Beyond that point, we're in no man's land. Yes, at that point, we need enough time. I'm thinking probably exactly three minutes to each get to our objectives. I have to get to the loading dock where I am going to probably climb along the ceiling, drop on top of the box of iPhone 13s, and then all it will take is to start one of them updating Instagram for it to get so hot that I do believe I could create a meltdown destroying the entire shipment. Meanwhile, my mission, should I choose to accept it, and I, I did. And Yeah, I, that's why we were doing the whole thing. Yeah, I needed to get that DVD box set, which I know for a fact is underneath the desk at the Genius Bar kiosk because I know Randy wanted to take it home himself. So yes. right from under the doggy's nose, I have to steal the biggest bone that pooch has ever seen. And then we have to get out of there. First, we've got Rende's vues with each other. Yeah, we have to meet up by the door. Yeah, which easiest for us is gonna be aisle seven. That's the exit aisle, in my opinion. I personally, I like to go out aisle three, but yep. I don't want to go through this all again. Seven's fine. Seven. We settled worked. on seven. Well, seven's yeah. good. It ended up being, it worked out in the end. But we are to rendezvous in aisle seven and then get in the car. Past the crocodile gang. Yeah. Back into the car and then. And then home. We have to get home without crashing the Prius, which is, it is hard. It is frankly hard to see out the window. Well, yeah, that's, again, that's why I have the periscope. Now, look, uh, Ted and I, uh, there's a lot we can do. We are very good at tapping his information and gossip. gossip. We're very, very good, good at, at um, discerning reality from yeah, non-reality. Discerning, yep, we're very good at getting our wives back eventually. Good um, fathers. However, at the end of the sons. day, we're still only two men, and the plan we had hatched was going to need a team. That's exactly right. We're going to need a demolitions expert. We need the gymnastics boy. We need twins. Yep. You and I are the hot guys, obviously. We need like a small dog. We're going to need a driver and we're going to need a tactician. And that's where we started. And I remember I said, after we said, one does not simply waltz into uh, Best Buy and we all set it together and then did the little Boromir hand. I turned to you and Ted and I said, am I the only one who could use a cup of coffee? I knew exactly what he meant. I turned that car around and headed to Big Boy Coffee. Listeners will know Big Boy Coffee is run by our good friend Carlton. He's a tactical dad. It is the sort of cool tactical father-themed coffee shop. Let's just say if you're getting coffee in this coffee shop, you better not be offended Yeah, by how much they cry. You better not be the PC police or... Or the real police because there's a lot of warrants out for a lot of them. And then there are some real cops who go there too uh, for the crying. Yeah. I hadn't been there in a while just because the last couple times I went, I was having some real stomach issues. Yeah, they make it strong. It's a bit of a point of pride there. Double brewed. Yeah. You brew it once and then you put it back in the top of the filter and you and you send it brewed through. Again. Double P, the double perk. Yeah, but we needed Carlton because I knew that baseline this operation was going to involve someone who knows tactical military expertise and particularly someone who knows about that and has never been in the military. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so we got to Big Boy Coffee and um, and it was so classic. I mean, this is the point in the, in the movie where this isn't a movie, it's real life, but in the movie where it would be like, the words would say, the muscle, and then the music will be like, and we fling open the door of Big Boy Coffee. Yeah, and incidentally, that music was playing. It was such a scene. I mean, you know, you had your dads over at the coffee station just drinking straight from the pump, just like mm-hmm. drinking and crying, just like, <laughs> and then um, there were a couple of cops doing arm wrestling at one of the tables, and it was like a metronome just going back and forth, no resistance on either side, just like thwack, thwack, 
thwack, thwack, yeah. thwack. Yeah. Very impressive. You know what I like, Ted? They've got that new thing now, the um, Donate a Cup or Community Cup. Yeah, uh, Community. The, uh, yeah. Sponsor a Cup. Basically, um, if anyone has any extra coffee left in their cup, which people usually do because it's so strong, you can dump it in a big pot, and then it's like if someone is coming in and they can't afford it, they can be led to the to the Pullman's trough. The big backwash trough, basically. And it's just a nice thing that they do. And I understand that they do send a little uh, jar of it over to the troops overseas, too. Yeah, because I think one of them might have an uncle who's in the military. And there at the center of it all was Carlton. We got a crybaby alert incoming. Two crybabies just landed. Yeah, and that was us. We were the crybabies. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Because of last time. Yeah, last time we did cry quite a bit. And that's just because I swallowed a penny. There was a penny in my coffee. Yeah, and I tried to I tried to complain for yeah, you because then you weren't you weren't going to be brave enough. I knew that. They're like, you think that when you're sipping Joe over in Afghanistan, you don't think you're getting pennies in your coffee? Yeah, I don't know. I guess so. But he was only ragging on us, and we said, "Oh, Carlton, you old so and so, what would you say if we had a job for you?" Yeah, without even skipping a beat, he ducked down behind the counter. Commando rolled onto his back, flipped forwards from his back so he could get on his knees. Did a sort of somersault. I don't think that part was planned. He just kind of tipped forward. Well, everyone knows you can't command a roll without a spring in your pants. Yeah. And then he tactically crawled to the door. Yeah. And I was like, so, Carlton, are you in? You sight unseen? We haven't even told you the plan yet, you crazy SOB. And he was like, that's right, boys. I'm real lonely. Yeah. And I'll do anything to hang out with people for a day. Yeah, and we're like, well, do, do you have Carlton Jr. and CJ this weekend? He was like, hey, lucky for us, they're spending time with Gavin. <laughs> That's the missus's new man. Let's just say he wouldn't pass muster in the army. And then he did cry a bit because, of course, he didn't pass he muster didn't pass in the army did. either. Yeah. yeah, I just I think that the drill sergeant was like, we can't be we can't be changing you on the field of battle. And he was like, it's a tactical diaper. And anyway, mm. sore spot. But we had our tactical expert slash muscle. And very soon he was spewing out plans left, right, and center. This is what's going to happen. First of all, we go in, throw a grenade, rocket launcher, blow it up. Then I come in from the back. Bah, 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 bah. They're like, damn, Silence champ. Shh, I'll go in. Get down, What's the dog's name? Randy? Yeah, I'm a Randy. I'm like, So we let him do that for a while. Yeah. Finally, we were like, Do you, okay, but what does it specifically look like, Carlton? Yeah. And then he was like, I, I could tackle Darby. We're like, perfect. So that solved problem one, getting past the croc tank, specifically Grooven DS, the tyrant crocodile king. Assuming that that would go perfectly, which it would, then we would have the problem of the doors. And let me tell you, the doors of the Best Buy are a fortress. They, they really are. The The thingy that d senses if you're there to open the automatic door is all janked up. It doesn't work. Yeah. So, like, it, even when we were allowed in the Best Buy, you'd have to stand and, like, wave your arms around for it to, like, open. Yes. Which, if you're trying to not draw attention to yourself because you're under one trench coat with two people... Not great. Which is why we need someone to blow the doors, which is to say, a demolitions expert. Yeah. We don't know any of those. No, but we do have one very explosive friend. And we figured Gareth knows all kinds of dumb stuff, so he'd yeah. know that probably. Anyway, we had to get Gareth. With Carlton in the back seat. We gave Carlton an Etch-A-Sketch to keep him happy. I stepped on the gas and I headed downtown to Gareth's warehouse. Only Gareth wasn't there. Luckily, his maid was in and told us, Oh, Gareth's out. Today's Thursdays. He's down at the old folks' home. The old folks' home, we thought. He must be doing some kind of a plot. But it turns out he just volunteers there. Boys, have you ever spent time with the elderly? Their experiences are invaluable. Sure, it's a different pace. Yes, you have to listen to a lot of long, long stories. But when you meet them on their level, boys, a whole world of information opens up. You know, boys, if you've still got anything to say to your fathers, you've better do it. And Gareth, I'll stop you right there, yeah. I said. Topic's not allowed on the podcast. Yeah, not, that's just not the we kind of podcast it. this is. We Not what we talk about on this podcast. Gareth? We're not here to talk about POS old people, although I'm happy that you're doing so well. We're here because we need you for a job. You're the only one 
who can help us. And I, Ted, I don't know about you, I was shocked because I expected Gareth, you know, usually he's like, oh, get the bolt cutters. Or, first of all, I've got 80 pounds of aluminium we've got to recycle or something like that. Yeah. But yeah. this time, there was a softness to him. You know, his mm. his dreadlocks seemed a little less perky. He seemed a little more sedate. And he, he sort of shook his chin dreadlocks and looked down and said, boys, a lot has changed since last we spoke. I don't do that sort of thing anymore. I'm committing myself to community service. And I've been written into three wills, boys. And I, I just looked at Gareth and I was like, too bad, Gareth, because I had three tickets to the aquarium, you know, one for Tim and one for me. And I was just looking for one other friend, but she's... Uh, and his eyes, I mean, his little eyebrow dreads perked up. And he was like... You boys didn't say anything about the aquarium. Oh, it's okay, Gareth. I mean, you probably wouldn't even know how to get past an impenetrable pair of faulty sliding doors. And at that, he threw down the little mush he was spooning into some old lady's mouth. And he just said, I could get past any pair of doors. You know that I broke into the Laura Ingalls Wilder house. And you and I turned and looked at each other and I said, I think we found our demolitions expert slash whatever Gareth is. Yeah. And then he was like, you boys better be serious about the aquarium. Yeah, shout out dolphins. Yeah, yeah, and uh, seals. Yeah. We do owe him a trip to the aquarium, but I don't want to go, Ted. It's weird. It's not going to be great, you know, but we did say. I know. I mean, like, if we have to go to the aquarium, it's fine. I just don't, I don't like, I don't like the seal exhibit. I don't like the gift shop. No, and I don't like Tony who works there. No, obviously, because of that saying, Tony. Uh, shout out, Tony. Stinky hands. Yeah, Very sweaty, sweaty, hands. sweaty, sweaty, sweaty hands. When he's like, hey, have you seen my octopus teacher? And I'm like, you mean my iPad teacher, Tony? Stinky hands. He must be having a joke there. <laughs> it's, a, it's a real life octopus that he's talking about. I'm like, sure, Tony. If we needed a stink expert, he could have been in the team. Yeah, totally. I'm not looking forward to seeing Tony. I um, I invited them to my birthday party. Uh, well... I guess like where where too. where where Gareth goes, so does Tony these days, you know. Yeah, and actually, speaking of where Gareth goes, so here we were, all of us in the car, me, Ted, Harrison, Gareth, and Carlton, who was really having a hard time. He kept being like, "Sir, I cannot figure out this etch a sketch, sir." And we're like, mm, "There's nothing to figure mm. out, Carlton. It's there's not a it's not a puzzle." He's like, "I'll get it. I'll get it. Just look, don't look at me. Don't look at me. Don't look, don't at, look me. at me." So there we were having a great time. Gareth's like. Well, boys, it's going to be cramped in here. I suggest we get a driver. And we were like, yeah, we knew we were literally good. Yeah, we know how to put together a team, Gareth, please. Yeah, and he was like, well, it's my weekend with Chris Pepper. Apparently, Chris Pepper gets shared sort of between Gareth and some other friends. Yeah. Which was great because Chris Pepper, ding, 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 he's got a van. Yeah. And added benefit of seeing Gareth, by the way, is we got our booster shots. Yeah, we got our boosted coronavirus shots. Yeah, mine was key lime flavor. Mine was Cajun. So we went to pick up Chris Pepper at the arcade. Ding, ding, ding. The bells of the arcade, bright lights, the sound of jackpot. And we look through that arcade and we see amongst a whole bunch of teenagers, Chris Pepper banging on the screen and yelling very loud. Come on! I'm getting it in the Vince Vaughn hole! I'm getting it in the Vince Vaughn hole! And you know, the kids are complaining. Yeah, I don't know why the Wedding Crashes pinball machine was so popular. That man's been playing the Wedding Crashers pinball game for two hours, and he never scores a single point. And that's why it was great to have Gareth there, because Gareth knows exactly how to snap Chris Pepper's attention away from whatever he's fixated on, you know? He just walked into the arcade, and he was like, Where's my special boy? Where's my big special boy? And that did it. And Chris Pepper, I mean, he turned, and he ran over, and, you know, I mean... Social distancing is not something that those two have ever have ever followed. No, and they never will. But basically, once Gareth had piggybacked Chris Pepper out of the arcade, he basically said, Listen, these boys have got a caper, and they're going to be coming out of the Best Buy hot. Now, Chris, I need you to be ready in that van to step on it. And I mean all the way to second gear. Chris, this is going to be the San Diego Aquarium all over again. Could even be Seattle. And the great thing about Chris Pepper, I mean, Chris Pepper, he can't drive. He can't drive. But 
He'll do anything Gareth says. Yeah, he really will. And, you know, the thing that I was really worried about, Ted, is too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. And Harrison was a little bit of a nuisance with his, like, can we just go? Why are we doing this? I don't want to be involved. You said that you were allowed back in the Best Buy. You told me you weren't banned anymore. Hold on. Who are all these people? Too many cooks Mm. in the kitchen, Harrison. Just shush. And, you know, he put on his audio book or whatever, and he kind of just tuned out, which was great. Yeah, yeah. Shout out, Harrison. So we knew how we were going to get through the parking lot by taking out tyrannical DS. We knew that Gareth was going to get us through the doors via some sort of demolition thing. We knew that Chris Pepper was going to drive us out of there. But we didn't have locked was the essential component. Because when we were in the Best Buy, behind enemy lines, Black Hog down, we needed some way to take down all of the tep for like i said three minutes exactly yeah we've got cameras located in approximately every corner of the main building we've got cameras at the end of aisle six which is incidentally right next to aisle five and every one of the employees there has a headset on them that allows them to communicate across the room to someone else without being there. Not only that, but we knew that if all of the TEP were to go down at once, the employees would have no choice but to have a certified F out. We've been there when this has happened before, and we know yes, from experience. the blackout of 2015. Exactly. In the great blackout of 2015, we incidentally were there, and we saw firsthand that they have an emergency procedure. Half the staff go and protect the Beats by Dre display. They make a perimeter around it because, you know, there are dads in the store. It's going to get looted. I mean, I've seen the dads in that store. When there's a blackout, people just revert to their animal mode, you know, like primal. They just immediately start grabbing iPods, iPads, iPod Nano, Mac Mini, MacBook, MacBook Pro, MacBook Air. But that sort of chaos is what we were banking on. And we needed a lady of mischief herself. We needed... One mother of a distraction. We needed to get in bed with the enemy. No offense, Ted. Sorry, I know she's your aunt. No, no, it's okay. That wild jokeress, her name is Aunt Maeveen. Listeners will know Auntie Maeveen is a POS. She's uh, yeah. She sucks. She's, she's bad. She's a pain. She's always making us turn off our phones. She doesn't like 5G technology. She always says, should we watch something? And that just means the same three VHSs because she doesn't have Netflix or anything. She puts wire up around her house so she can live in a Callaway cage away from technology. She is death to Tep. And we needed her. The final piece to the puzzle. Uh, also, we needed the gymnastics guy. Yeah. And the twins. Well, we are the twins. And you, you're okay. going to have to be yeah. the gymnastics guy to climb the ceiling. In yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Right, in right, right. Okay, so I'm the gymnastics guy. And it, imagine that you found me at Cirque du Soleil. And I was yeah. t- doing the funky chicken to a Beatles song. Yeah, anyway, so that's my backstory as that. And then as the twins, we're twins. And then also we're the handsome ones. Okay. Yeah. So we were all set except for our anti-tep expert. And luckily, Ted, you knew just where to find her because you get her monthly cards. Yes, so I knew exactly where she would be. The disgusting, smelly local food co-op. Man, if there was a point in this plan where I was going to turn back. Yeah, walking in there with the community art on the walls. Look, I like my food processed. That's, yeah, yeah. I mean, computers have processors, so should food. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, we didn't have to go too far into the store because she was right by the bulletin board putting up a flyer saying there are too many flyers on the bulletin board. She turned around and she was like, Teddy, Ted, Oh, Ted. How have you been? I've been so worried about you. Yeah, not. Yeah, well, she has been, you know, but she's wrong to. I'm doing great. Um, yeah. I'm doing so well. Um, and honestly, her asking me if I'm okay, if like, anything, all made the time, you bad. Yeah. made me worse. It, like, literally made me worse. Like, stop asking. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's like, you know, I was talking to your father the other day. I was like, la, 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 la You mean la. Steve? You mean Steve? You were talking to Steve? Steve Jobs? Yeah, really? Because yeah, if not, yeah. I don't want to hear about it. And she put her arm around me. She's like, oh, Ted. And uh, anyway, I knew that when she put her arm around me, I, I knew I had her because I said, Oh, Maeveen, I'm so sad. I wonder if you could help me. And she was like, oh, yeah, anything. Ted, this was a um, this was a scary moment for me mm, because yeah. you're a really good actor. I am. Because what you said was you were like, Auntie Maeveen, uh, I don't even like to say it. You said, I changed my mind. I don't like technology anymore. Yeah. And in that moment, I thought back to our pact. 
and I thought, okay, he, Ted's gone. You know, something's in there. I don't know if it's Eggman or what it is. And I started looking for like a chainsaw or something to finish you. Luckily, there wasn't one yeah, in the store yeah, because yeah, then yeah. you gave me <laughs> you gave me yes. your patented wink, and I knew I was like, "Phew! Thank goodness I didn't chainsaw you." In yeah, half. I definitely winked because I realized, oh, it's all part of the plan. Yeah, and then I, and then I joined in. Plan, I was like, yeah. I played along perfectly. I was just like, "Oh yeah, that's right, Auntie Maven. Um, I also hate Tep, and I'm an astronaut, and also I won a Grammy award, and I, yeah, I'm uh, yeah." Yeah, she was. She wasn't really listening to you at that point. She just sort of no. was crying and and saying like, "Oh, I'm so proud of you." And this is a path to recovery. Everything's gonna change and gonna be really healing for you. I feel uh, like I, you're finally seeing reality properly for the first time. It's gonna be a difficult road, but it's gonna be a really blah, healthy blah, blah, road. Blah blah blah, blah 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 blah. You know, and I was like, yeah. And I just feel like the first step on my healing process is to go back to the source. You know, the place where it all sort of started to unravel which is the Best Buy and I need to go in there and I need to just neutralize all the cameras, all the audio recording equipment, all the microphones in one sort of fast thing just for my for recovery minutes. for about, for approximately three exactly. minutes. Exactly, exactly. need three about minutes. three minutes of coverage. Exactly three minutes, yeah. And she was like, oh, Ted, why didn't you say so? I have this signal jammer in the back of my bicycle. I bought it off of Alibaba. Named after the John Holt song. And sure enough, she took us to her Subaru, and there in the back was a patented signal jammer that would take down all the technology within the Best Buy for exactly three minutes. So that was it. We had our crew. We got in the van. Also, Tom DeLatom was there. I don't know when he joined. Yeah, I think he just sort of rolled in. He was. He kind of rolled in and fell asleep, passed out. So off we rumbled, Chris Pepper at the wheel, Gareth guiding him. And sort of giving him a gentle back rub. I remember looking at you in the back seat, all dark, because there were no windows back there, as we slowly rumbled towards a reunion with that blue and gold princess we like to call Mrs. Best Buy. I remember I turned to you and I said, <laughs> so it begins again. And I could imagine that rain was falling on our armor. Yeah, and then you said also, you said so it begins also again. Also again, yeah, I said it. Then you said it again. And then I didn't want to be, you know, I didn't want you to be the last one to say it, so I said it again. Yeah. So we first things first, we pull up to the Best Buy. Yeah. And um, the scene there was bleak. Yeah, talk about a Mad Matthew situation. I didn't know what I was looking at. I It was a pile of some kind. We got a little bit closer and I realized it was Darby. Yeah. Sitting on a throne of broken iPads. Just whipping back and forth an extension cable, like a long lash. Yeah. And Thomas was sort of silently standing behind him with this sort of glare on his eyes. Yeah, and there was a new guy there too, actually. I didn't get to really catch his name. Yeah, there were a few of them. So we pull up. The car screeches to a stop because Chris put the handbrake on. The door flings open in that last bit of momentum and we all sort of fell out. Just kind of a big pile. And Darby right away whips his head over to us and he was wearing, um, there was like a, a DVD display stand for that movie Rampage with The Rock. And he had taken the gorilla head and the cardboard part and put it on his head like a helmet, sort of. And Darby sort of slowly stood up from his throne and sort of looked around at us and was like, I knew this day would come. Bring them to me. And just then we see, we see all these new dads start to advance. Shout out. So the dads are circling. They're surrounding us. They sort of fan out. You and I are looking at each other and we're like, Carlton. Yeah, phase one, Carlton. Come on, time to go. And he's just sort of like leaning over the Etch-A-Sketch, you know, like little magnetic sand all over his, his hands. And then falling into the dust of the magnetic sand in his hands are tears. Because the Etch-A-Sketch had broken when we all fell out of the car and he landed on the little curbstone thing. I think he must have been drawing a... A square. And he, he'd sort of almost gotten to the last corner. And, yeah. And there was a big bump in it. And his eyes went black with double brewed coffee. Yeah. He proceeded to roll like I have never seen him roll before. He lay down flat, and instead of a head-over-heels roll, he just rolled on his side. Yeah, and now here's the thing. Here's the thing. A log coming at your feet is possibly the best way to take down a dad. Why? Top-heavy. Exactly. They just 
Strike 12. He was rolling like a long, flat bowling ball, and he was crying the whole way. Yeah. Because the parking lot really hurt. And we were pushing him a bit, like a steamroller. Kicking him, sort of pushing him with our feet. and Yeah, before you knew it, there was a trail of dads lying and kind of whining and on the ground. And yeah, yeah, saying, yeah. oh, my phone, oh no, I cracked my iPad. Until we were face to face with Darby. Yeah. And I remember I said, Darby, you can either drop all this BS and knock it off, be our friend again and do what we tell you. Yeah. Or this is it for you. Yeah, and he punched you in the face. Yeah, he hit me really hard. Yeah, I screamed. Was that you? Yeah, that was me. And uh, it must have deafened him a little bit because he sort of winced. And that was just enough time. For Gareth to kick him up the A. Yeah, exactly. Gareth was like, I hate to kick a man up the A, but sometimes you just got to get the show on the road. Yeah, and thank you, Gareth, for keeping us on schedule because this was a tightly constructed plot. And he said, phase two, boys. And he sort of whipped us on our A's as we yeah, sort spun of... us around. As we ran towards the front door. And as he got in front of us, he was like, all right, boys, it's my turn to show you my skills. It's going to be Monterey Aquarium all over again. Yep. And he just ran through the glass. Yeah. His dreadlocks are so thick. It Mm. it was like a helmet. And I know he's been concussed a lot before too, so he might not have even noticed. Yeah. But he just smashed. It was glorious. I mean, phase two couldn't have gone off better. Well, yeah, I think if you got dreadlocks and you're white, it just sort of is this sort of superpower. Yeah. Oh, also, Ted, really quick, I do feel bad about this, but we did promise Gareth as part of the whole thing to promote his new hit single, um, White Man in a Babylon. Uh, parentheses swimming with the seals yeah uh, so there you go gareth yeah everyone can listen to it if you want to it's very long yeah it's it it's very long anyway gareth burst through glass everywhere yeah and all eyes on gareth basically because he was sort of just on the ground in a pile of glass and so that that really did take security's attention away from the other door and that gave us just the right amount of time to all get under auntie Maven's trench coat which smelled bad Yep. And get through the front door. We crossed the threshold, and Ted, it was so good to be back. Oh, it was so good to be back. It was amazing. It was so good to be back in that room. It was it amazing. Was just, it was just, it was like, it was everything I imagined. Oh it was, my God. but it was so, yeah. no, that's not true. It was so much better. It was so much better. Did you see the Beats by Dre display? I did. They moved it. They moved, they moved it. it. I'll too. I'll yeah, too. I'll okay. too. I mean, I told you, I always told you, Beats by Dre should go, but I'll too. And Randy would always be yeah, like, yeah. you do not work here. Yeah. So right away we see, I mean, peeking out between the folds of Auntie Maveen's trench coat, we can see the Geek Squad table. There they all are. Randy. What's his name? Uh, Marvin, obviously. Marvin leaning up against there. Not a Geek Squad, but just talking. Let me just say, uh, how many times did I hear, sir, you can't stand that close to the Geek Squad table if you're not Geek Squad? Marvin and Randy seem to be doing some form of like secret friend's hand gesture, like a handshake that goes on. Oh, they were yucking it up. Just yanking on each other's hand, like throwing signs. And... I could see them all laughing, and I could hear they were all talking about the latest episode of Ted Lasso. Yeah. They were laughing so hard, I so thought they hard. were going to burst a blood vessel, which would have made the whole plan a lot easier, honestly. But like, I don't know about you, Ted. I, I've seen Ted Lasso. I think it's, Yeah, I know it exactly what it's about. I love I it. I think it's great. I think it's so cool. I've when definitely the scene, seen it. Yeah, with the horse, when he's like, where there's throwing that scene it. where they're like, yeah, when there's like, yeah, woo, you know, they, where they rope it, and then he's like, son, put her down. It's sick, you know? Yeah, and that's sad, but happy and funny. But also so funny. Yeah, but it was a sight to behold. The best by gleaming as it was, the blue ceilings, that dark gray carpet. The Dyson display, beautifully repaired from our little run-in a year and a half ago or so. Yeah, you could barely see the dents in the Dyson. In that moment, I'm not going to lie, Ted, I almost pulled the plug on the whole thing. Yeah. Because I was like, I can't let Auntie Mavine do this. I, I can't let her destroy all this. But just then we felt her hands on our shoulders. Oh, that was her hand? Yeah. Okay. Auntie Maveen, you know, she comes in and and she went up to one of the Best Buy greeters and said, is there a place I can plug this in? And uh, they found an outlet. Yeah. And in two seconds later, suddenly the lights were down. All the TVs went blue. There was a popping sound and a few sparks from the ceiling and the emergency lights came on and I knew we were in the red, red light 
of our future. Voices cried out through the darkness. Hey, what happened? I was in the middle of downloading my Spotify playlist and the Wi-Fi cut out. I heard Randy's voice being like, protect the beats by Dre. Assume blackout positions. And I turned to you, Ted, and I said, so it begins again. And then I said, Siri, please set a timer for three minutes. Yeah, and I tried to do the same thing, but my um, I'm out of data. T-Mobile doesn't stretch into into the yeah, Best Buy, no. so she said, I can't do that, so I had to unlock it and open it and then set a timer. Just do it yourself. Which is tech news you can use. She can't do it. If you're not attached to uh, data, she can't actually set a timer. No, or a reminder. Or a reminder, yeah. But it's still polite to ask her. Yes. So, with three minutes on the clock, I turned to you and I said go time and i also said so it begins again yeah and we burst out of anti mavian's trench coat and uh ted huh, the next three minutes are a little bit of a blur <laughs> yeah crazy times somehow marvin got pushed over i pushed him over yeah i pushed marvin into the beats by dre display and i i tried to grab a few boxes of beats by dre myself just because i thought well extra perk i looked at you and i did that little hand signal where people take two fingers and they like point like I don't know what yeah, this is supposed I've to seen, mean. I've, I've seen Carlton do it I've a lot. I've seen Carlton do it towards the bathroom every time he's got to take a D. And then, Ted, I don't actually know what happened to you. I never even heard. I know what happened to me. You go first. We split up, and that was the scariest part because I was, you know, I, I lost sight Last of you. And of I was plan. like, oh, yeah. my gosh, what's going on? Where am I? What what year is this? Um, but I got my bearings, and somewhere in the back of my mind, I heard Auntie Mavine say, boys, where are you going? Your new life begins now. And I just said under my breath, huh, not today. Yeah. I definitely said it. And I booked it down aisle four. I love aisle four. Fastest mm. route to the loading dock. Except this time, no Randy to say, you can't go in there, woof woof, because he was busy keeping an eye on the Dyson's display. And I should quickly say, the dads in the store had gone feral immediately. Yeah, it was chaos. Yeah. It was it chaos. Was All the dads that were already in there were just like grabbing microwaves, grabbing sound bars. Every Best Buy hangs by a thread. That amount of dads in there all that needs to happen and we were counting on this all that needs to happen is a small drop in power outage and you've got to riot every time the upshot was nobody was guarding the loading dock and i ran it was like i was it's like in my dreams when i go towards that light i saw it in front of me i ran i tested the knob it was open oh. meanwhile i've got my eyes set on the one place i know that that box set is gonna be you know that it's underneath the counter with Randy's lunch from Mrs. Ramirez. Shout out. That's right. With two Beats by Dre boxes under both arms, sort of like a like wings. I took the wide way around in a large C shape, past the LCD displays, and then past printing to get to the back end of the Genius Bar. And there I saw it. The matte finish on that big cardboard box full of exclusive Eric Clapton and Ben Morrison content. But there was one problem, Marvin. Because he wasn't part of the Geek Squad, he'd stayed right where he was, and he was the biggest obstacle in my way. Meanwhile, I go into the loading dock, and Ted, they should have sent a poet. How, I can't. how, I'm so I, jealous, I, I wish I, I even knew. I don't know, it's like, oh, I don't know, the creation of the universe? Yeah. Slash baby yeah. being born? It was like in a movie where it's like, Fast forward a flower blooming. Fast forward mm, a little mm -hmm. a POS baby chick chipping out of a little stupid egg. egg. Fast forward the sun going across the sky. And the screaming face from the X-Files. Yeah, and the long nose man. Yep. Um, it was like that, but it was just a bunch of boxes. Right. And yeah. right away, I looked down at my phone to see how much time I have left, because I knew I could get sucked in. And my timer, my phone died. I forgot that I was at 1% when we got in. Oh, did you start counting out loud? That would have been a great idea. I did not. I um, I just was like pretty confident in my internal clock, mm, and mm -hmm. so I just started going through boxes. And I'm opening up box. It's Blu-ray players. I open yeah. up box. It's sound bars. I'm opening up boxes. Wow. It's DVDs. Wow. Here's the thing. Yeah. I didn't see any iPhones, 13s, which immediately tactically I assessed. Okay, this means one of two things. Either Mark Wiener was incorrect, which is impossible. Yeah, because the Wiener never lies. No, and he's the mailman. I think he knows what's in the packages he's delivering. Or the iPhones are hidden due to the cataclysmic nature of the iPhone 13. Yeah. So I just started smashing everything. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm slowly inching towards Marvin. 
his back's turned from me because he's looking out at the fray. And of course I'm approaching from behind because I need to get back there. Anyway, there he was in the little green light of his iPhone as he had the Spotify app open and I could see him downloading, downloading, downloading. Even on data? He's a madman. He's a madman, it's changed him. <sighs> yeah. I could see how many times Uptown Funk had been downloaded. It was, it was psychotic. What did the app look like? I mean, just I just to check it to make sure that it's true because I know. Yeah, because it looks like um, it looks like how I expected it to look because I've opened the app as well. Yeah. I just want to know when phone. you looked at it if it looked like it did for me this morning when I opened it. Yeah, totally. It looked exactly like whatever you thought it did because right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good, um, good. It was mainly like green and and all the apps were sort of swimming around and around and wow. around like oh like nothing gosh. was still. Everything was moving. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. That's exactly what I knew it looked like. Oh, but so it could cool. also be because I was holding my breath and I was sort of about to pass out because I was tiptoeing so quietly. This is something we should deal with is maybe some breathing exercises. That's something that Dr. Schroeder could probably lead us through. Anyway. Anyway, I, uh, I only had one hand and yet two Beats by Dre boxes. And I could see the Clapton DVD in between Marvin's legs as he was turned away from me. And I knew I had to drop one of my Beats by Dre headphones, which was hard because two of them, two of us, yeah, I knew that I was giving up a present for you. Giving up your own copy. Oh yeah. In order to get the DVD box set for me, but of course I'd, listen, I'd let you listen to it. Meanwhile, I was back in the loading dock, and the smashing was going great. I had smashed all the Blu-ray players, all the sound bars, a couple blenders, some of those car stereos that they sell at the Best Buy for some reason. Even though, what even? How do they work? Yep. Um, a number of printers, obviously, although they almost got the best of me. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You gotta watch and out for I them. was, I was down to my last box. I threw open the lid, and I froze. Yeah. It was a box of iPad Airs. Yeah. And I could, I could, I couldn't do it's it. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't do it. It's okay. Yeah. I couldn't do. It. I just saw, I just saw Steve. Yeah. I saw Steve back up on there in 2010 on the iPad. It's okay. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I was weak. I couldn't do it. I saw everything that that iPod meant to Steve. The last thing he gave us before he did. And I just thought, I can't. I mean, you looked into the... I, I looked into the abyss, and the abyss looked back. And then I looked into the abyss again. And it was beautiful. It was beautiful. It's okay, man. And in that moment, I knew that I, I didn't have the same thing. I knew that. Yeah. Look, this is we're level two. We're not level one. Steve might have had the the bees to do it. Yeah, because he could get some more. Yeah, exactly. But I just in that moment, I said, if saving the world comes at the cost of destroying the most beautiful thing on earth, an iPad Air, I can't do it. And coincidentally, also, I heard a voice at that moment say, "Hey, what are you doing in here?" Mm, yeah. Time to scram. I booked it. Yeah, I tossed a sound bar at whoever it was. I think it might have been Derek. Well, he had it coming. And I grabbed an iPad for myself. Yeah. And uh, I, I actually, I did have two. One for you, Ted. But, um, well, I saw him at the door and I tried to um, skateboard on the box. Did it kind of go? It's carpeted back there. Oh, she couldn't no, legalist. Too much friction. Yeah, nope, no, no, no. Um, but I did get through the door. One iPad in hand. And I saw you. That's about when I saw you holding the hot phone to Marvin's head saying nobody move. Yeah, yeah. What happened to me in that time when you'd had your epiphany was I'm creeping up on my hands and knees right behind Marvin. He's standing at the desk, behind yeah. the desk. And my mission that I had chosen to accept was to reach my hand in between his legs to where I could see the Clapton and Ben Morrison DVD box set. And I had to very delicately reach in between there and pull it back out. But right at that point, Marvin popped off. He effed? Yeah, he effed. Oh, gross. Gross, Marvin. Marvin, seriously, in the Best Buy? We all we all eff. Not in church, not on the Best not Buy. Not in church. And I was right behind him and Uptown Funk really did give it to me. And of course that, you know, I, I gagged real loud. And Marvin turns around to see me with my hands through his legs, grabbing the DVD box set. Gagging. Gagging, retching at his feet. He turns around and screams. Snitch, snitch, yeah, snitch, snitch, snitch. So I did the only thing I could do. I grabbed the DVD box set. I got my iPhone. 
I tried to download the Instagram app. Boy, did it get hot and I rammed it just under his neck. And I said, nobody move because my iPhone's extra hot and I'm not afraid of singeing this little doggy's hair off. Plus, I don't know why Marvin's holding this DVDs and these headphones. Yeah, I was like, Marvin's stealing. No one move. Also, I'll take him to the police and I'm taking him hostage. Everyone's frozen, except for some of the dads were still looting, but Randy and his little doggy crew were all frozen, clearly not sure what to do. Marvin is squeaming in my arms. He's squealing. He's squealing. He's like, no, no, let me, Randy, save me, save me, Randy. And I'm marching him slowly towards the door. He's like, I gotta be home by this weekend. My daughter's renewing her vows. And I'm like, Marvin, your daughter got married like two years ago. Yeah. Why would they renew their vows already? They they were having a really hard time and they kind of split up. So now they're back together. You know what that means? New playlist. I remember at that point I was up with you uh, because I had walked up to the front and I was like, I'm also with them. Dan, don't touch me either or else he gets it. Yeah, yeah. And we all walked out together and a couple of the guys picked up their phones to toss and Randy just put up his hands like... Just let him go. And we, I remember we inched our way out and... Uh, Ted, the taste of fresh air when you don't know if you're ever going to taste it again. <sighs> yeah, yeah. It's like, just between you and me, I thought it was maybe going to be a... I didn't think I was going to make it out. Yeah, it must have been what Al Capone and, and Big Richie Snips must have felt when they busted out of Alan Traz. We got outside... And I just remember turning to you and saying, we did it, Ted. Yeah. We did it. And we burst out and I hear the unmistakable grinding of the gears as Chris Pepper revs up, screams to a halt. Gareth throws back the door and says, get in, boys. We all tumbled into the van. Me, Marvin, you, all on top of each other. We all, you know, it was just a mess. Who even knows whose hands went where? Yeah, we did leave Carlton. And Auntie Mavine. Yeah, they didn't make it. Yeah, I mean, I assume they're still alive. They must have walked home. Also, Tom DeLatom disappeared somewhere in there. Yep. Good to see him for a sec there. Yeah. And I remember thinking, wait a minute, where's Harrison? And Harrison yeah. was in the front seat, and he was like, I'm here. I went and got a, I just went and bought a iPad while you guys were in there goofing around. So vroom, we hightailed it back. Vroom, we blast the whole way home on the highway, first gear, 70 miles an hour. Chris Pepper put on the, the Wedding Crashes soundtrack. Oh, and it's got the little clips of audio. It's like yeah. in between all the songs, it's Vince Vaughn being like, hold on, let me get this straight. We're going to crash this wedding, you know, and then they play the song. Yeah. And that's... That's how we went out, into the sunset. And I remember turning to you and saying, Ted, I have a feeling everything's going to be all All right. right. And then I remember we just laughed. Yeah. I remember just everyone was laughing. And then I do think there's maybe a a gas leak in the car. Yeah, yeah. Because everyone was laughing. Because even Harrison was laughing. Even Harrison was laughing. He was laughing the most. He was laughing and crying. Yeah. All of that is to say, success. Yes, We did it. I didn't do my mission. No, but you saw the face of G. I saw the face of G, and in that moment, I realized, hey, even if the iPhone 13 leads to some kind of cataclysm, as I expect it might, it's still the new iPhone, Mm. and it's cool. Yeah. And ding, 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 we got a hostage. Shout out Marvin. That's right. We're going to get a lot of money for Marvin. I don't think from his family necessarily because he spends enough time at the Best Buy for me to know that's not so good. But I'm thinking that maybe Randy or someone's going to pay for him. Yeah, totally. I think so, for sure. If nothing else, he knows so much about the workings of the Geek Squad. That's got to be worth it to someone. exactly. They'll they'll either want to pay for him back or take him out, you know? Hey, we'll be back next week. Oh, my gosh. Brand new iPhones coming next week. Will they bring about the end of humanity? Will they feature a new design camera? I don't know. We're going to find out. Super excited. How many places will the apps be in? I'm banking on six, one for each corner. I'm guessing that instead of widgets, we're going to have wadgets. I think that... Hold on one second. Martin, shut up! Dude, shut up. Shut up. Oh, my gosh. Oh, and shout out, Harrison. Thank you for letting us turn your bathroom into the hostage room. Mm -hmm. There's already a bathroom in the hallway, so you didn't even need a private bathroom anyway, so it works out fine. And hey, another dad for the daddy house. Woo! Marvin's gonna love it here. This one's a prisoner, yeah. He'll come around. 
he'll come around and hey, if nothing else, he can just show us how to do the um, Spotify app. I mean, just to make sure that we're doing it right. Double reference. We could check yeah. his work. We could be like, show me how you think you do it, and I'll tell you if that's how you do it. Yeah, exactly. All right, Ted. Hey, um, I am honestly feeling like I'm gonna crash because I've been going on adrenaline for. The whole 45 minutes we were gone. I'm really starting to see little spots everywhere. So I think that's just excitement slash coffee. And um, I'm going to need to lie down for quite a while. Yeah. And shout out, Gareth. See you at the uh, aquarium. aquarium. Yeah. Price you pay. Mm-hmm.